Fierce Femme Media. Shitty fucking day. I would <laughs> I would drink a lot tonight if I were drinking. I didn't make it through my dry January. I drank, but hey. <laughs> you know nice. now it's just damp january yeah a sprinkle yeah <laughs> moist moist moist, oh. moist. <laughs> why does everybody hate that word so much i hate I it too but it's know. funny to gross other people out with I it i actually really enjoy that word it's That's what's very descriptive you. you enjoy it well i mean i don't it go around me think saying things or... think of what yeah in the cake yeah. situation right fine. A cake, a cupcake. Because if you're talking about a person and like their body and you call them moist, like that's just like it, it brings up images of just like a sticky, yeah, yeah, it reminds me of Florida. (laughs) It's always moist here. (laughs) I think of a, I think of a, like a moist badge. Like, right. Yeah. No, thanks for, thanks for using the inside voice on that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like not a good one no. for some reason. Right? No, there's no oh, such thing as a yeah. good moist badge. Yeah. But that's wait a not... second, no, because moist is just wet, right? No. Like so, no. there's nice like moist is like damp and humid. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Florida, right there. But I feel Aaron like a lot. I think vaginas are always wet. warm and humid. Florida, the moist badge of the United <laughs> States. <laughs> A new slogan, probably. I mean, no, I really like the penis of America better, guys. <laughs> I can't you like the penis more than the vagina. Weird. No, I'm saying for Florida. That's weird because it yeah. literally just hangs off here and has no intentions. Of well, it will keep shrinking beneficial. if it keeps getting COVID. So that's true. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the weekly wind down. I am Jackie D, the literary lesbian. I'm Stacy, the new age old school mom. I'm Stacy, the political princess. I'm Aaron, the geeky dry gal pal. Oh, <laughs> oh Aaron. That's, uh, that was my alcohol. God, you guys are so nasty. <laughs> oh. Okay, yeah, we're nasty. Sure. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm Julie, the not so sure, bird. Man. Okay. <laughs> um, way to start. Yeah, I think only me and Stacy are drinking tonight. So um, everybody else is a uh, lame, lame. I'm drinking Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA New Belgium. Boring, but it's what I had in the fridge. So I'm drinking this Clinker Brick Rosé. Oh, I gave you that. You did. Yeah. I did. I have a shot of alcohol in my teeth. Okay. It's like a hot toddy. Ooh, I almost went there. I was like, uh, "Yeah, you should." I almost put honey jack in, but I yeah. switched at the last minute to fireball. That, that would be because it's delicious. apple cinnamon, so I feel that like it's good. Yeah, mm. I drink that. Sounds like Parker. Aaron would drink anything at this I, point. Though. Literally, if someone <laughs> just slid a vodka in front of me right now, everyone would drink freeze. like nail polish remover. Yeah. No, I got some back here. Don't tempt just me. throw it in. <laughs> yeah. God. She do lines of vodka off a, a prison mate's asshole right now. Uh, uh, You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> a moist. A moist. A moist asshole. <laughs> I really do need a drink. I need one. I said guy or girl. <laughs> I highly uh, recommend it. Here's I, I was happy I broke it because I was hanging out with the moist friends. asshole. No, drinking. Oh, oh. but <laughs> I didn't get as hungover as to when you're drinking like 
it's more consistently. It was weird. I felt like totally fine the next day. I just know my first time drinking this month, I'm probably going to be hurting the next day. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't have a limit. <laughs> we know. Yeah. No. Everyone's aware. Be, it's like, I, I told Gail, I was like, it's like, you know, when like an, an addict like uses for the first time and then they OD, like that's what's going to happen. I need to remember that. Well, I just need to remember that like my body is not used to that amount of alcohol anymore. Like don't go Mm -hmm. nuts. All right, Buddha. It's only been like two weeks. Relax. (laughs) (laughs) My liver has never been so squeaky clean. (laughs) She acts like she's coming (laughs) on like 10 years of sobriety here or something. I can die. I can die. It feels like 10 years. All right. Damn wow and a scrub daddy to her liver. It hasn't even been two weeks. You're pushing up against two weeks. (laughs) 14. 14. It's it's two weeks. It's two weeks. I've counted every fucking minute. Oh, it is the 14th. Yep. God. <laughs> when Wait, was the last time you had a drink? I drank. My last drink was like at midnight on New Year's. On New Year's Eve. Like, so like 11.59, we had some champagne. We kissed. We we went to bed. And it went was... immediately to sleep. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> hey, at least you made it to midnight. I think we were asleep at like 10.30. <laughs> Yeah, we we had company in town, remember? Like, so we felt like really lame being like, you guys want to go to bed? <laughs> it's like 10. <laughs> All right. So how did everyone do with their assignments this week? Stacy, you're up first. Oh, why am I first? I thought it was second. Okay, you can be second. All right. So um I'm up first. I'm prepared. Okay. I'm real excited about mine. All right. Go ahead. I, I love how excited you are. <laughs> no, do yours. So Julie is in charge of finding a bit of good news or things that a lot of people aren't talking about and should be in the world every week. That is Julie's assignment. So I don't want to pronounce her name wrong. Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou is the first black woman to appear on the U.S. quarter. And that just went into circulation on January 10th. The reason this is a big deal is because obviously she's the first black woman to ever be put on it, but going forward, I want to get this right. They're saying that the U S mint is saying each time they redesign their currency, they have the chance to do something about the, about our country, what we value and how we progress as a society. Treasury secretary, Janet Yellen, Send a separate statement. I'm very proud that these coins celebrate the contributions of some of America's most remarkable women, including Maya Angelou. Um, it still has George Washington's face on the front, on the head side, but on the tail side, it has her, um, it basically gives a, a nod to her autobiography, I Know Why the Cage Birds Sing. And I have personally, I, I haven't personally gone through the entire thing, but I've looked at it and it's really, really good. She was a poet. She's a famous poet. I don't know if everybody knows that. Um, so yeah, so that's what they're going to try to do in the future is put women, um, especially women of color on our currency going forward. And I thought that that was really cool. For sure. They have plenty to choose from. My Angelou died not that long ago. So she, her, Loss is um, pretty recent. And uh, she was the National Poet Laureate for how long? 
years. I mean, yes. I think she did every in- inauguration I for, I think uh, Trump was the first one she wasn't the inaugural poet at. So the, and, and the lady pushing this is a, um, who, who's pushing like to put women on, especially women of color on it. Her name is Barbara Lee from, she's a Democrat from California. And she's the one who introduced the Circulating Collectible Coin Redesign Act of 2020, which passed in January of 2021. So that's why they're going to start doing this going forward. And I just thought that that was really cool. I think it's super cool. It's about time. And they have plenty of um, women and plenty of women of color to choose from. That's for damn sure. that don't get near the recognition that they deserve. I do think it's interesting. They started with Maya Angelou, though, and didn't start with like Harriet Tubman or yeah uh, yeah Rosa Parks Rosa Parks yeah it's kind of interesting I mean I'm I think it was a great choice I'm not hating on it at all I just thought I I wonder what the reason was for the choice of of Maya instead of somebody else at this point but I think it's great I also really like the design like the way they have her arm stretched out over Mm -hmm. the bird I think is super cool so overall good choice for once, the government got it right. Yay, government. <laughs> okay, so we are going to move in. Say yay, government, very often. Yeah, this would be that's like it. Yay. Um, we're moving into the twenty-minute political section now, and we're going to be discussing something that we've talked about here on before, but it's popped back up. Is the filibuster and um, why it's being brought up again? And Joe Biden is the first president that's ever said out loud that he would be willing to support uh, the filibuster being abolished. So what the filibuster essentially is, and I'm gonna go through like a real quick breakdown of it is, it's a tactic that the minority party can use to halt a bill that's going to be passed. And it's done by, it it only takes even one member of the party getting up and they talk for long periods of time. It, It was intended to be unlimited debate so that the two sides could go back and forth and and work out their issues like grownups um, and work through the intricacies of a bill, but it's turned into fucking Ted Cruz running greeting eggs and ham for 20 hours. So, um, because of course it has, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because of course it's not actual reasonable, intelligent debate. It's a fucking idiot reading greetings and ham to stop the vote on something. So the reason this has come up again, um, and Democrats have been saying for a long time that we should abolish the filibuster. And one of the interesting things is Mitch McConnell and his, fucking notorious for crying wolf whenever this happens saying that oh the democrats are trying to destroy like social or senate norms and stuff he got rid of the filibuster for supreme court nominations like it's just it it's he picks and chooses when uh senate rules and senate traditions and norms matter to him and of course it matters to him now um so the voting rights act the john lewis voting rights act is coming to a vote and one of the intended purposes is to expand voting rights um, make mail-in voting more accessible, uh, have voting day be a national holiday. Um, it's not to, you know, discriminate against people of color and people that are poor and people. Yeah, right. Exactly. To make it easier and accessible for everyone having early voting ready so that people aren't standing in line from, you know, four in the afternoon till midnight just to cast a vote. And the Republicans don't want that because all the people that can't do those things typically trend right left. And it also solidifies that. Um, so right now there's there's a bill coming forward that the Republicans are trying to pass stating that state legislators could actually appoint their um, electoral 
uh, choices. So they could actually go in there and let's say I picked Aaron and Aaron decided that she didn't want Trump to win. So she went in and picked Biden, even if Florida picked Trump, she would do that. So we're not even sure if this is constitutional yet. Um, it's, but I'm sure this Supreme court will find it constitutional, but anyway, this, this bill will block that from happening. And the only way to overturn an election would require three fifths voting majority, uh, in the Senate and the house, which means it would have to clearly be gross negligence on, on part of our voting, um, how voting went down, which is how it should be. You shouldn't be able to arbitrarily turn over like the will of the people. It should take a three, three fifths majority in order to do that. And fun fact, that mm-hmm. is called a cloture. Yep. Well, here's the interesting thing about the filibuster. The filibuster has actually been around since the Roman time. And so can you guys hear my dog snoring? He's very loud. Yeah. The, the kind of like, but the filibuster isn't protected anywhere in the constitution. It's not a constitutional indication. It's not a constitutional instruction. It's nothing of those. It is a rule that they adopted uh, around World War One time. And it's kind of morphed into this way of just blocking minority rules. So I wanted to kind of go through and talk about or majority rule, but in the most kind of gross negligent ways. And you hear a lot of people on, on the left too saying they're concerned about eliminating the filibuster because then what happens when the Republicans are back in office, then all they need is a simple majority of 51 to pass votes. And then we won't, the Democrats won't be able to utilize the filibuster to stop some truly egregious things. Here's my take on that though. We're not getting anything passed. <laughs> Because of the filibuster, nothing gets through Congress, nothing gets through the Senate, everything gets blocked. So what what is the fucking point? If we can't get anything passed, what does it matter if the Democrats are in power for two years? What does it matter if if we take the House and the Senate? Unless you get a supermajority, none of it matters unless you get the get rid of the filibuster. So you know what? Could it end up in certain in certain situations where the Republicans pass something that we think is egregious? Probably. Fucking probably. But you know what? If you can actually pass things when you're in power, it's a lot easier to convince people to vote for you because right now voters are fucking frustrated and infuriated that they elected all these people and nothing is getting done because they need 60 votes. And we don't have 60 votes. We barely have 50 when you consider Mansion and Cinema, well, who can't get off their, can't pull their thumbs out of their it's ass. Interesting the kinds of things that filibusters get used for because. Um, like the modern filibuster mainly was used during the Jim Crow era. So like in the 20th century, like things like, I'm just looking at this right now. Um, so of the 30 measures that were involved derailed by a filibuster between 1917 and 1994, exactly half of them involved civil rights. So you're talking about like poll taxes, discrimination and employment, housing, voting, anti-lynching laws. All of those things were, uh, were filibustered. Right. It, so it it's has gross. A really, like shady, disgusting history. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's been used <laughs> to protect the minority party when even when the minority party is grossly fucking wrong. And it, unless we're going to get rid of the electoral college, and unless we're actually going to have Senate representation based on the actual population of a state, like Wyoming has just as much say so as California, even though we are twenty percent of the country's population. Like that's fucking bananas there are more people in the county i work for than in all of wyoming like 
it's crazy that they get as many Senate seats. And I understand the historical context of it and why it's important because then even unpopular states and rural states have just as much say. So I get it. But Mm -hmm. you're not actually talking about the will of the people then either, because you're talking about a huge swath of the population that voted for certain policies and procedures and thoughts and progression that want to see those enacted. And they're being held back by a huge minority. And I, I, I mean, I could go, I may cover the electoral college here in the near future on politics because I think the electoral college is outdated and a fucking waste at this point, especially as we move through the COVID age and people are working from all over the country. Like it, we're not as broken up. We're not nearly as broken up as we were in 1776. I mean, we're way more broken up than we were in 1776 and we're way more now since 2019 because people have spread out all over because they can essentially work from wherever they want. So the electoral college is outdated. It gives tremendous power to states tremendous power to states that shouldn't happen no electoral college doesn't make any sense i mean i don't understand i do understand like you said why they implemented it but popular vote now is just what makes sense yep the electoral college does not to me like i can't wrap my mind well especially if you were to go to popular vote you would see politicians act a lot different Because right now they pander to these fucking states. Like how many politicians come to California? Fucking none, unless they're doing Mm -hmm. fundraising and they're going down to Hollywood to raise fucking $20 million for their campaign. You don't Mm -hmm. even think about Wyoming, South Dakota, fucking Ohio, except once every four years and all these politicians start stopping in all these places because they're trying to rally the votes in that area. And you would start hearing Republicans and Democrats talking a lot differently about the things that they care about and the things that matter to them if they were actually running on the popular vote because they'd have to please the people in California. They'd have to please the people in New York because it wouldn't matter what fucking John Farmer thought in Wyoming. Well, I mean, it matters, but like, we're not being ruled by the majority. Yeah, it shouldn't matter 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 more. more. Right. One vote in California is equivalent to four votes in Wyoming. Also, I think you would see a lot more people get involved with their vote because I know a ton of Republicans in this state that don't vote because they don't think it matters because we always go blue. Always. There's a lot of Democrats that don't vote in fucking Texas because they always go red. Like, I think you'd see a lot more people engaged if their vote actually counted one for one. Didn't Hillary win the popular vote by like a million? Three million. Yeah. I knew it was a lot. Yeah. Three million. She won it by. (laughs) Can you imagine how much different things would it's literally be? so crazy? Yeah. Well, it happened to sense. it happened with um George Bush. He he lost the popular vote and became president because of the fucking Supreme Court ruling on it, even though it was 500 votes off in Florida. Fucking Florida. The moist vagina of the United States. And then you saw it happen again with Trump and Trump and Hillary. Though. I mean, twice in just my lifetime. The person who lost the popular vote ended up being president. That's, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And not not by like 20 votes, 30 votes. We're talking millions yeah, of by people. A lot. Yeah. That's well, so we'll, fucked up. Like in any other anything. That's not how it works. No, it doesn't make sense. That's when you vote, your one vote counts as one, not right. but it doesn't. You need to no, go right? by American Idol rules. But it doesn't vote with. In California, your vote counts as a quarter to that of Wyoming. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's bananas, especially when we're the fifth largest economy in the entire world. 
Sorry. I know people hate California, but it's true whether you fucking like it or not. So um, I, I personally think that we should get rid of the filibuster because it's not fucking working. We have to do something different because you are going to end up with stagnated voting. People aren't going to turn out because they did all this work. They, they knocked on doors, they raised money. They went out and stood in line, voted and still nothing is happening because we keep getting blocked by Republicans. And you know what happens in every midterm? The election goes to the party that, that, uh, lost the last time. So it's going to the Republicans in 2022. Make no mistake, the House is going to get turned over and we're probably going to lose some seats in the Senate. If we don't get rid of the filibuster, we're not going to get anything done, especially when the, all the Republicans are going to do is block everything that Biden proposes in the next two years. And it's going to be a failed presidency. You know, what would be mm-hmm. interesting, too, and I'm kind of circling back to the voting thing, is how many more people would come out and vote if they felt like their vote did count. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, like yeah. I know there's a lot of Democrats in Arkansas that, especially in my little area, that are like, the state's red. Like, yeah. it's, it's not even going to, you know, and I know that's the wrong way to think, but it's the reality of the situation of what I've heard people say. Like, oh, it's not going to change anything. Like, there, there's no way the state's going blue. Well, that's I what I'm saying. Like, I just was, did you guys see, um, let me see today. So Bernice King posted, I don't know if it was this morning or yesterday, a quote from, uh, from her father, Martin Luther King Jr. And said that, um, his quote says, I think the tragedy is that we have a Congress with a Senate that has a major a minority of misguided senators who will use the filibuster to keep the majority of people from even voting. Yep. I'm like, yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem. Literally, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. And well, it was a problem when her dad said that however many years ago, like, it's still a problem. Yeah. Well, and the, the fact is, like, I, we hammer on, like, mansion and cinema a lot, but I don't, I know that they don't do the things that we necessarily think that we sh- they should do, but I don't necessarily know that they're misrepresenting the Democrats in their state. Like you want more progressive politics fast. You have to elect more progressive people. Like Manchin is doing exactly what Manchin has always done. And he's a fucking centrist through and through. He's a fucking moderate. And so is cinema. And you know what? That's probably why they were elected in their states. And to think that they're always going to default with the majority of the Democratic Party is asinine. The problem isn't mansion and cinema. The problem is that we're not electing other people. Mm-hmm. And we can't elect other people unless people vote. And people aren't going to vote unless they see some fucking change in the things that they actually right. care about. And right. we can't change anything when everything gets blocked. Right. Like you see it with Build Back Better. Build Back Better plan, it was it started at $3 trillion And then it had to be knocked down to $1.5 trillion. And now it's fucking, it's not even going it, to, it's going to, the difference it's going to make is going to be asinine compared to what people are suffering through. All, you see all these tax loopholes. Elon Musk who is bitching and crying on social media about paying $4 billion in taxes, it's fucking 4% of his wealth. He made $36 billion one day in the pandemic. One day he made $36 billion. And he's on there sniveling and whining about his $4 billion in taxes. And we're all supposed to feel bad for him because of all the fucking tax loopholes that the Republicans have pushed through since Reagan was in office. It's fucking gross. It's ridiculous. And they tell us, well, you know, you, you, your people should be happy that they're getting $15 an hour and two 15 minute breaks. Fuck off. Wages are the same as they were in 2020. The, the purchasing power of the American dollar is the same is vast. If you made $40,000 in 
in, in uh, 2000, it is equivalent to $40,000 now, but everything has gone up over 200%. So when they tell you, you should be able to make it by on that because my generation did, or I bought a house when I was 22 years old and I was a plumber and my wife could stay home and raise two kids. Shit doesn't work like that anymore. Houses aren't fucking 80 grand anymore. Like they're just not. So the, this, this whole concept that billionaires and they're doing it legally, it's not even their fault. It's not, it's truly not even their fault. We all hammer them saying, well, you should be paying, paying your fair share. We have to change the laws to make them pay their fair share. They're not going to write checks to the government that they don't have to fucking Jeff Bezos claimed $80,000 in income taxes last year. $80,000 because he puts everything in Amazon's name. That super yacht he owns, Amazon's name. Those 15 houses he owns, Amazon's name. He got federal government money for that dick ship that he sent up into space. We paid for that because of government loopholes. We, we're the ones who have to elect people to fix it. And we're not, we're not doing it. We sit around and we bitch and complain that the Democrats we actually put in office aren't doing what they said they were going to do. When the problem is we haven't put them enough of them in there and their hands are tied when they do get in there. Like it, it the filibuster is not the end all be all. It's not going to fucking fix everything, but it's a step in the direction to hold them more accountable for it. And that's my take. Well, and, it. And, it, and it looks like I'm reading to end a filibuster. It's harder than passing a bill. This, and so you have to, to rule it out. The Senate rules require a super majority of 60 votes, which is three fifths of the Senate. Uh-huh. So the chances of it passing are probably pretty good. Right. That's why it's just complete and utter bullshit. And I just, can we have a moment of appreciation for dick ship? Yeah. (laughs) I don't want us to go past that. That was perfect. I just need a moment. His dick ship. (laughs) I fucking died. Lovely. Uh, That's scary. Done. Over. Yeah. Yeah, it, it takes it more truly, people to stop a filibuster than it would do to pass the thing that they're filibustering. It, right. it truly is why people don't don't go out in bigger numbers to vote because for as long as they've been a voting person, they put the person into office that they want to put in and then they don't do anything. So they go, well, shit, why did I vote for that guy? That guy didn't do what he said he was going to do. And instead of the American population fucking educating themselves and understanding that this is why, this is why the person you put into office didn't get shit done because of the fucking filibuster or, you know, whatever the fuck, this is why then they would be like, oh, so I need to keep putting this person in office so they can change the fucking filibuster. And that's ultimately what needs to happen is people need to remember that the person they put into office, the only reason stuff didn't get done was because the Republicans are pieces of shit. Really? It's not the only reason. They make a lot of deals too. They'll they'll pull yeah. their vote on something to get a vote for something else later on because they need that super majority. Like they they need the that 60 vote threshold. So like let's say you're from Kentucky and you just got hammered with this like that uh tornado that went through even though Rand Paul's an absolute piece of shit when he denied aid to California for oh the God, fires the but but went directly to Biden mm-hmm. to ask for aid for Kentucky like we won't even get into that. But they They'll do what's best for their state to keep getting reelected. And as long as that's why Mitch McConnell, even though he has an approval rating of 30 percent, 30 percent in Kentucky, 
His approval rating in Kentucky is 30%, but he keeps bringing fucking money home to them. He keeps getting them federal aid. He keeps getting them all these things in Kentucky. He works for them and screw the rest of the government or screw the rest of the country. Like it all comes down to, if you want more progressive politics, you have to elect more progressive people because there's a lot of them in there who have sold their souls. There's a lot of them in there who they start getting these checks for going and speaking. They start getting these payoffs from big corporations. Elon Musk offers to fucking take you up in his spaceship. Like there's all of these things that go on, which also why we need term limits so that someone's only serving, you know, six years max in there and then they're getting out. So they have nothing to lose, really. Like it benefits them to make the world better because they have to go back to the world. Like they're all lining their pockets with the blood of Americans. That, that, that's what they're all doing. They're putting their families in a better position and fuck everybody else. All of them, even Democrats, with the exception of a handful. AOC, the reason she's so adored is because she calls out all this bullshit. And I'm not even, I like AOC, oh. but I'm not like a diehard AOC person. Sometimes I think she's way off base. Sometimes. But you know what? But that woman always fucking speaks her mind. <laughs> always speaks her mind. And she's always, Katie Porter is always calling motherfuckers out. Always, always, always. But you look at like Amy Klobuchar, mm-hmm. she, not so much anymore. Not so much. Bernie Sanders, not so much anymore. He will on Twitter, but the difference between Katie Porter and AOC and them is they do it in Congress on C-SPAN to their faces, not just on Twitter when they get out. She, that Katie Porter boy. I love me some Katie. When she pulls out the whiteboard, I'm like, oh, Lord, it's going to be a good 20 minutes. She'd be hammering people. I'm like, holy She's fucking awesome. She's so cool. When she puts up that, that, when she put up that 13 million to that one uh, pharmaceutical exec, and she's like, what does that number mean to you? And he's like, are are you referring to my salary last year? And she's like, oh, oh, yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> like, oh my God, I love when she spilled all that rice. Demeanor- <gasps> <Ooh! laughs> yes, it's her like good. demeanor and how she does things. Like she's, she's going, she's going I love it. for it. I love her. She's the best. I kind of want her to like whip out her whiteboard around me. I just want her to explain <laughs> something and just be like, here, let me just pull out my whiteboard. I'd be like, oh. I think I kind of find her hot. I'm not going to lie. She's another one we're proud of from California. Yeah. Katie yep. Porter is legit. Yeah, no we, we put out some impressive yeah, no, female politicians out here. All right, Stace. I'm done with my political rant. Well, mine ended up being kind of political too, because. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Dead. Look at 2021 you. on Netflix. Mm. Like. I expected to not really like it and kind of have it in the background, but it ended so up funny. being like pretty funny. So yeah. Funny. So I wanted to hear what you guys thought about it. It's basically like real clips of what really happened. They're real stories, but then like the talking heads and the people that like are the announcers and stuff are fake. They're actors that are saying like off the wall things. But it also reminded me of a lot of stuff that happened that I totally forgot about. Like people trying to cancel Pepe Le Pew. Like that feels like <laughs> years ago. A hundred years ago. Yeah, we did try to do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is kind of ridiculous. But I want to hear what you guys thought about it too. Like There wasn't a single part well, about it that I didn't enjoy. I thought it was delightful. I thought it was fucking Your delightful. Favorite parts are, yeah. 
My favorite part, I mean, I liked all of it for different reasons. I think the um, mom with like the ankle bracelets, probably always my favorite, yeah. like even yeah. from last year, because we all know her, right? Like that, we all know someone who's exactly like that. And I thought they perfectly like encapsulated like, yeah, sure. Everyone hated Trump, but like, yeah, Joe Biden is kind of just like a husk of a ghost that they put up there to get us yeah. away from him. So, and I I'm not actually hating on Joe Biden. He's fine. He's whatever. Like, he's not we Trump. We didn't, it, he's uh, fine. we didn't elect him to wow us. <laughs> you know what? You know what I don't worry about when I go to bed at night now? Nuclear war starting when I wake yes. up in the morning. Like, and that's enough for me at this point. But like I I, I found it delightful. I think the actors are fantastic. When you have I to be like Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant was great. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic yeah. makeup. Like yeah. Yeah, Hollywood makeup is incredible. But I really like Christina Milani, the one with the with the uh oh the European one's funny, but the one with the ankle bracelet, oh I love God. her so good so much. When she's yelling at people in line to get a COVID test and it's her body, her choice, even yeah. though they're just like, What? I was like, Oh my god, I know her. Like I know her. <laughs> I don't know. I really like the craft vaccines. <laughs> yeah, like I thought the craft vaccines were really funny. The IPA vaccine. Yeah. Um, I didn't get a part of it and I figured it was like, it's either going over my head or there was no significance, but the fake names that they had for people, I did not get them at all. Was there like significance behind the fake names they had for people? No, I think they're just, I think they were just trying to be funny. Yeah. Like I think Madison, Madison, they were just doing it because that's like Madison's such like a a white person Mm -hmm. name. So naming her to. And James Madison, like, I think they were just trying to be funny. Okay. I didn't catch any significance of it. The fake, like, Dr. Fauci guy. He had, like, a weird name, and now I can't remember. Something Flask, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, And I was like, I don't get the joke. I feel like I'm, like, missing out. Oh, my God. When he was like, could you stop with the music? Like, I don't, this is serious. (laughs) Actually serious. I don't need serious music to make it more serious. (laughs) funny <laughs> I loved fantastic. it I loved last year's too but I think that the stuff last year was like I mean besides the insurrection stuff which was like pretty heavy they didn't dwell on it too much the stuff from the previous year was much heavier mm-hmm. so even though it was funny this one seemed a more little more like light-hearted yeah <laughs> if that's I'm surprised that like yeah. more actors and actresses in Hollywood are not labeled as like left or right like some like you kind of know but they're not it's not like public knowledge with a lot of people which I feel like if it's not public knowledge then you're doing it right yeah but but some of the like people that like were in that I wonder if they get hate in Hollywood Mm. for being in something like that because it's obviously like I was gonna hate on Stalker Channing. I, like, was just I wish you say, would. I forgot yeah. about Stalker Channing. And like, oh, oh, my, you know what? My favorite part she was in was when she was sipping that whiskey, and she was like, the "CIA hasn't called me. God, I hope they have better options than me." And you know, because you know that's supposed to be Maggie Haberman, right? Like, you know, just intellectually, that's supposed to be Maggie Haberman. For those who don't know, is probably one of the most favorite famous reporters that the New York times has Trump was borderline obsessed with her. He wanted nothing more than like a positive headline for Maggie Haberman. And she's notorious for being like hard hitting and straight to the truth. And it really isn't easy on anyone. And I thought she 
totally personified her like perfectly. And I could see Maggie Haberman being like, fucking hope the CIA has someone right. better than some goddamn New York Times journalist to call. <laughs> <laughs> and Lucy Liu, adorable. Like, I just love mm-hmm. her so much. Yeah. The whole thing was great. I loved it. Yeah. I watched it twice. I recommend it. Even if you're not like a hard, well, Kai hated it because it was too political. But I feel like even if you're not like a hardcore political like person, you still will find it funny. Like, there's even still if you have passing that. knowledge of like the politics, passing knowledge, yeah. it's funny. Yeah. It's yeah. just, it's the highlights. It's the headlines of like what's happened and everybody knows the headlines. Mm-hmm. Uh, my other thing that I wanted to ask was like from that, cause I kind of just forgot that it happened. And I think we even had a podcast episode on it, but like, why do you think people were so mad at the celebrities that went into space? Like, why did it like trigger so many people? Honestly, I'm not mad about William Shatner. <laughs> I feel like if any of those dumbasses deserved to go to space, it was William Shatner. If Patrick Stewart had gone, Kate Mulgrew, I'd have been fine with all of them. But I think it it wasn't for a lot of them. It's not for exploration. It's just for like getting hard off of what they can do with their money. And I think that's what pissed everybody off about it. But like not mad at William Shatner. I think, I think a lot of people were mad listening. I think a lot of people were mad because it was incredibly tone deaf because Mm -hmm. people like were unemployed, didn't know how they were going to keep a roof over their heads, didn't know how they were going to feed their families. They had lost family members to illness that it was a really, really difficult emotional time for the average American and even the people in the best of circumstances who could like work from home and didn't have to worry about like where their paycheck was coming from. It was very isolating. It was very stressful. There was, you were, you were constantly dialed up to like a nine just because it was so intense all the time. And to see these ding dongs when we're trying to figure out how we're going to pay for testing and and getting people vaccinated and like to see these guys be like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to race to space, like, and just kind of flaunt their wealth in that way. I think hit a lot of people the wrong way, especially when there was so much coverage last year of like Jeff Bezos and his, uh, and Amazon giving people like seven minute bathroom breaks when they have to walk across like a huge warehouse. It takes seven minutes to get there, seven minutes to get back, uh, not paying them a living wage for the areas that they were living in. Like there was that he had gotten a lot of criticism about how his employees were treated And to see him kind of get up there and be like, hey, you all made this possible. Like, thanks for everybody paying me so much money so that I could take a ship into space on your tax dollars, by the way. Like, he got a lot of that money from government subsidies for not paying taxes in certain states that he moved into that cut him breaks just to get jobs to their states. I think it was truly tone deaf of like what the country was going through you, you know what and I you're think also just like fuck you man COVID, like you know what i think what gone over better you know what i think would have been cooler and i think jax is right i was going to say the same thing i like the term tone deaf i think it would have been cooler had they done like a make a wish out of that and put like kids on there who you know with are, them with them yeah. you know who were terminally ill and stuff like that i think everybody's just it kind of rubbed people the wrong way because they could have done so much more with something like that. With that um, money. They could have mm-hmm. fucking cured world hunger for five years. Yeah. And I just think it would have, I mean, but if you're going to do that and you're going to go up into space, 
don't put a bunch of other rich people on there with you. Like, I think it really would have been cool to do underprivileged kids or like a make a wish out of it and done that. I think well, would have been, it would have yeah, been like, perceived. We're better. also a generation that's breathing down the barrel of fucking climate change. Like, we don't even know if the planet's going to be around in 20 years. Like not the way we know it now, obviously the planet's going to be here, but like existentially, are we even going to be able to live in the same types of like wood structure homes that we live in and stuff. And to see all that money just get spent on like 15 minutes in space to get their rocks off. And three of them did it. Three of them. Not just one, but three of them. Can I just say one thing? That wasn't space. (laughs) It was like like the inner of outer So that makes it even worse. That makes it it even worse, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was like just like the beginning. Yeah, it was really? like the beginning. Yeah, it was it. just the tip. It was just the tip. It went to the labia of the outer space. Oh, they didn't even yeah. hit the clit. Yeah, oh. and boom. A bunch of but you know what? Of course they anyway. didn't. Of course they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> 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 went nowhere near it. It's like that. Have you guys seen that meme where it's like, in 2027, there will be a hotel in space, and the person replies, "We're like, we just want healthcare." <laughs> right? right that's, that's what want. people are mad Furious. about yeah, i think that's like, why people were so infuriated and yeah. i was too i was like who the fuck do you think you people are i didn't even look at it like that like i i was like oh rich people are going into space that's kind of cool because that means it's one step closer for everyday joes to go to space you know like eventually however many years from now like people will just go so do it like also, oh no me. thanks and then you guys say all this stuff and i'm like shit i didn't even look at it that way did you I guys like, would you guys do it though no. would you do it i would not i would not i just space. feel like there's something bad gonna happen i've seen a lot of, of space course. movies yeah. yeah and there's a lot of shit out there i don't think we should be fucking with it and i, I am 100 gr- the first one that doesn't make it Let's just oh, absolutely! Yeah, no, we're gonna have to cut you loose, an, like out. We're gonna have an alien implant <laughs> your baby in your heart. Scream! one thousand percent. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not like, Sigourney Weaver. In alien. Not. No. Absolutely. My fear not. is based on like the Challenger and watching Armageddon. Oh. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I see that too. Yeah. All these like, and then like, <laughs> what's the other one? Deep impact is the other what, one. What makes the me the most mad about it is the amount of money that these assholes are worth. You know how it would have made it gone over like infinitely better and no one would, everyone would have been cheering as they went up into space. If they had said, we are going to pledge as much money as this mission costs to climate change efforts or to, yeah. Yeah. Uh, to or the healthcare system or like, something. Yeah. Right. Like it, everyone would have been anything. like, okay, well then let them have their little fucking ride. If they're going to spend the same amount of money on making the world a little bit easier for us, since they could blow their nose with hundred dollar bills. Like it's no, they could wipe their ass with them. Like it's not a big deal, but no, no, they're greedy little fucking, and, and they're so tone deaf, so fucking out of touch that they made all these like hype videos about it. Right. Like, I didn't even like get that like no one's no. excited for you. Right. Right. You. Like you're gross. You. You're fucking gross. You're there's there's at that time there had been half a million people dead in our country from COVID. And you assholes are are getting on dick ships and going to space. Like it was <laughs> voice just, assholes. Fucking voice assholes. <laughs> oh, voice assholes. Ooh, bunch of fucking rich moist assholes. What's everyone obsessed with this week? Look at us staying on track. Look on time. This is what happens when Aaron's sober. 
I honestly we've, we've identified that you're the weakest link. Like I'm that's, literally taking aw. notes. Like I can't even tell you I'm a new person. I'm a new fucking person. I don't like <laughs> I until, until two old weeks from now. Until two weeks. I know from the old Aaron yeah. was so much cooler. I'll be back. Don't worry. <laughs> um i've been really boring um the last like week so i'm binging house because it's like a comfort show i gave up my ipsy because i'm saving money for january i'm doing my own dry january so i gave up my ipsy to pay for peacock so that i could watch the office and house okay (laughs) that's that's a choice that's a choice I am also not spending any extra money on Audible to listen to books. So I'm really like listening to old books. And so right now I'm listening to Jody Pico's um, House Rules. So that's kind of like all I've been doing is listening to books and watching old shows. I need to watch Euphoria and I need to finish Yellow Jackets. And I just keep going back to the like comfort classics right now. That's okay. It's your first pandemic. (laughs) <laughs> that's the answer for everything now don't leave me alone it's my first pandemic right i mean it okay. seems agree, but still i can do what i want it's my first pandemic i don't know how i'm supposed to deal with this all right i'll go with that <laughs> all right stacy what are you obsessed with this week i got a couple well first of all emily just handed me a giant box of junior mints it's a big box size so i'm pretty excited Ooh. about that Ooh. um number two i'm obsessed with yellow jackets so i guess we'll talk about it when everybody's finished it probably sorry but like, i'm halfway no 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 no. it's totally fine the I season to finale watch- is tonight so yeah, i still have to watch this i'm gonna finale. watch it i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna use what else are you doing you're not drinking get it. it together i know right so then the other thing that i thought was <laughs> hilarious i don't know have you guys heard about this thing where you're supposed to google drake was it drake drake used condom and hot sauce what the fuck? i only heard something on the radio and so i looked it up so this Uns- is what happened. unsubscribe unsubscribe nope no it's actually <laughs> kind of smart he allegedly some girl like fucked drake and then he like you know does what he does he took off the condom he went put it in the trash can she goes into the bathroom and he hears her hears her like screaming and yelling he had put hot sauce in the condom when he put it in the trash so women can't steal his baby juice and get pregnant. So this oh. dumb bitch tried to, you know, tried to get herself pregnant and had a little hot sauce surprise. Huh. Wow. I know, I was like, that is okay, kind of I'm not mad at it. <laughs> so he just like has like a bottle of what, Cholula or whatever, Apparently, just like yeah, sitting there. Tapatio, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know like, what he's into. Tabasco. <laughs> I saw this. I, brilliant. I saw this I tweet Fantastic. that said, could you imagine if women had to orgasm in order to be pregnant? There'd be like 11 people I, on the planet. Was that, was that all you're obsessed with? Are you done? Yeah, I think so. Oh, wow. Okay. Circle around. Aaron. <laughs> I'm eating cookie dough ice cream right now. So like, yeah, 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 yeah. Move on. <laughs> um, so Gail turned 50 on Wednesday. Yeah. So wow. We are uh we just had collecting like collecting ARP. Not yet. Not Did yet. she join the senior center? Three, right? I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> no. Um, so she we obviously it's her 50th birthday, right? So we're like, should we do something big and like throw her a party? And we didn't because we're going to Adele. <laughs> 
So I was like, if I throw her a party, she's going to be like, I don't want to be all around all these people because we're going to Adele and we have to be like super careful because we have to test negative within 48 hours of going to Adele and be vaccinated. So it's like, Bird, you should be careful just to not get COVID, not just because well, of Adele. No shit. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, <laughs> uh, we're not going anywhere. We're not going out to eat. We didn't, we didn't go anywhere like where we were going to be inside. You have to put yourself, you have to put yourself ahead of Adele. I, I know you, you know don't what? want to, but you have to put your own well-being right now, right now it's about Adele. <laughs> no. After right. that, it could be about me. Could be, might probably right. won't be, but at any rate, I would just like to say, by the way, I'm very safe with COVID just because I live in Florida. doesn't mean that I'm not, I just like to stick up for myself because I feel like I was being attacked. <laughs> that being said, uh, we just had like a really awesome, we went to this manatee viewing center, which is like by the electric plant here. Um, and it's really awesome. Like there's like 400 to That's the most fucking Florida thing I've ever heard. Well, it's <laughs> the electric of, plants. Are there real manatees? Yeah, they're real manatees and they come It's right in the, the moat around this uh, yeah, nuclear power plant. plant. <laughs> so it's right on the Gulf or the Bay. So it's like super warm. And How the water cool. is a lot warmer. Manatees like warm water. I just feel like every time I open my mouth, it's You're getting something. ganged up on. Aaron. I really am. I, I think maybe hey, when I'm drunk, it doesn't help. bother me as much. I have held my tongue about making old jokes this entire, like every time you say, so we went and I'm like, in front of Aaron, I was saying who puts a manatee viewing center? That's like Aaron's <laughs> fault right next well, no, to an election they didn't, thing. Well, they did it there because that's where they go. That's where they go. They go there okay. because the water is so warm. Do it you pet matter. them? Look it up. Do you pet them? No, you, you don't pet them. You just look at them. It's viewing. Just How viewing. Cool. So anyways, it was fun. Yeah, we went there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. I oh. call them manatees, actually. <laughs> You've never anyway. seen the Jim Gaffigan where he, yeah. they're all mean to the manatees? Yeah. He's like, I all right, seen. sea cow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we went. Oh, we had a great time. The end. That's Aaron, all. I'm just, just obsessed say... with Gail being 50. It was awesome. She, I'm just really excited. She's beautiful. I love her. The end. I, I have a compliment for that, too. When I think I was on Facebook and Jean posted pictures of you and Gail and stuff for her birthday. Gail is fucking hot at 50, okay? <laughs> you did good, Bobo. Thanks. She's they both are. Like, yes. like a couple where you do a double take because you're like, are they like a famous person? Because they're like, awfully pretty. Them, I'm like, Gail, yes. It. Gail's beautiful. Thank you killing very much it. for saying that. She's... Yeah. To clarify, though. I like that picture of the three of you with the cats. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. the best one. That's to clarify, Erin, we weren't making fun of you. I thought it was funny that that's where the manatee thing was. It wasn't making no, fun of you. No, it's okay. I'm. It's really fine. It's. Not, I'm I like mad. the nature thing is next to the what do you call an electric. That's what I was saying. No, I mean it's I just because that's where they're at. Yeah. I thought it was like, like a tank somewhere that they put in no, next it's to like, an electrical it's literally plant, like the Gulf or like the the Bay, and then like the electrical plant is on. It's like right there, but the like the water because of elect i don't know they're not dying so they're not getting electrocuted <laughs> but i don't know exactly why but the water just stays so warm right there and they oh. like anything warmer than like 70 degrees i want to see electrical plant helps warm do they like it, it like moist? They have water yeah stuff. i'm do sure it. they're very moist, they look <laughs> moist. They look i was moist. legitimately same thing when you said that picturing like 
a big cat rescue kind of like no roadside no. attraction it was like, where they the it's like literally they're in the, the wild <laughs> they're still in the wild and there's like sharks and fish and all this stuff it's like crazy it was really fun we had a really good time and that's cool we were outside and fully masked up outside which is so not florida we were like one of like two of you know 50 that had masks on so i can't you believe guys. you didn't break your dry january for I the birthday not. Good for you. Neither did Gail. We Good literally had the most guys. laid back she doing birthday. It too? Yeah, we both are. It's yeah. Joe, oh, what are you obsessed with? Hmm? Did you say me? Yeah. Oh, I would say I have a probably very unhealthy obsession with Euphoria right now, and that show. Like I was up until seven o'clock in the morning watching that show, and I had to get up at eight thirty. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, I was like that was season one too. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's it's so good. The, Did like, you get to episode one of season two? I just started season two, episode one. Yeah, right. I just started it. It is that so show. Blow your mind. So stressful. That, that show is so good. Like that's one of the best shows I've ever seen. I could do without all the penises everywhere all the time, but. I also <laughs> kind of like that they do that because other shows are so, so easily exploit women in their bodies. I'm glad that they do that because I think it's like equal, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. but I could do without all the dicks flopping around everywhere. <laughs> Didn't you start Game of Thrones? <laughs> I couldn't get into yeah, it. I noticed. I couldn't. Listen, Dempsey gave me the best advice. She said, watch it till the red wedding. And if you still don't like it, then stop. stop watching it because I could not get into it. I tried it when it first came out and I was like, this just isn't my jam. I gave it to the red wedding and then I was fucking hooked. Mm-hmm. And I when I was like, how do I know it's the red wedding? She's like, you'll know it's the red wedding. And I was like, Oh, okay. That's and you I'm do, you know, add. it's the red. No, you know, it's, there's <laughs> no, no, no other thing it could be. Nope. And it's like it's season two. <laughs> it's not blue. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not the blue wedding. No. If you give it till then and you still don't like it, then give it up because the, in the beginning it's so hard to follow like all the characters and all the plot lines because you only really like three of them and it's like i have to sit through all these other fucking dum-dums it gets so much better i got but then so, you'll get to love those characters like yeah i got so out of it i started looking on tiktok and started i'm like this show no, is just yeah you gotta put you your have phone to pay down. attention you, yeah you gotta put your phone it really down is worth time. it if you can make it to the red wedding you you will be hooked yeah. all right all right i had to watch it on my phone so that i wouldn't play with my phone to like oh, make myself into it. Watch that's it. A good idea. But I still <laughs> I didn't finish it. I watched super far. I got into the last season and I was like, I can't anymore. I'm done. Like I oh just God, I can't believe you didn't know what wanted to happen what what happened. I just Did you- didn't. I was like, oh. I realized that I was like not excited to turn it on anymore. So uh, I was like, why am I doing sense. this? Yeah, that makes sense. What was that mm-hmm. one show, Aaron, that we watched not that long ago? And it was the um they were like high school kids and the main character was the black kid who was gay at the school and we were like really into it oh oh yeah generation generation Uh, if you haven't watched that put that on your list yeah that one's super good you guys haven't steered me wrong i'll give game of thrones another shot yeah give it another shot julie tell the red wedding have you watched sex education so yes, good. because of so you good. guys, that is so good. Yeah, oh, so okay. good. Yeah. Sex is so edu- freaking good. So good. Sex education. Generation really good. is like reminiscent of sex ed. Uh, just not mm. like I feel like sex education is like 
just British, right? Like mm-hmm. it's British. It kind of awesome, reminded but, like, me like a tiny bit of Euphoria. A little bit, yeah, because it's like was a trendy high school, and they're like, did anybody yeah. else think think Jules is so hot in Euphoria? You do or you don't. I do. I'm like I'm, I'm I think more she's... of a I'm more of a Zendaya fan. Like yeah. I like that's my like she. I haven't watched like, Euphoria yet. Oh, Aaron and I had this conversation you. though. For those of you that do watch it. Does it stress you out? We were saying how like we can't watch too many episodes at once because it like it gives me anxiety. Like I yeah. really like the show, but it like I watched two episodes out. and I stopped because it was too stressful. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is very. Oh, stressful. that's how you felt about Shameless too. When I love Shameless, I'm just there are certain rule like okay. Yellow Jackets, yeah. not stressful. I like that kind of stress. Mm-hmm. I like the murder like stress. I don't like the angst. I don't like angst. Like all that angst is too much for me. <laughs> I literally love that like idea that you just are so invested in this character that the idea of them hurting themselves is just too much like and that's how I feel with euphoria like Mm -hmm. I'm so Mm -hmm. invested in Rue that Mm -hmm. like it just physically pains me whenever she's doing stuff that she shouldn't be and I'm just like my heart and so I'm like so hooked that's so me they do such a good job at at portraying addiction and how people will act and the things that they will do and the links that they will go it like touches home for me I'm like damn this show is that is deep and so that, it's and also so and how young these mm-hmm. people are and it's it's still it's it that's that's real like that mm-hmm. really happens mm-hmm. like and it's just so it's like shocking it's shocking um I am obsessed this week uh, my whole family has COVID. Yay. Um, Lex is doing okay. She's the sickest. She has a pretty nasty cough. And Lex and I are both vaxxed and boosted. Obviously, our three-year-old cannot be anything. And we've been overly cautious because he hasn't been able to get vaxxed yet. But we ended up catching it because Omicron is no joke. It will infect the shit out of everybody. Um Lex has been the sickest. She has um, a pretty gnarly cough and a lot of congestion. And she has like the headache. She started getting a fever today and we're on day seven of her being sick. So it's like crazy. Lincoln is in very good spirits, but he has a pretty nasty cough. Um, I got the opposite of the symptoms. I got like the headaches and the earaches and the brain fog. So it's been an interesting combination, but what I'm obsessed with is everyone has been so nice. Like Stacy, uh, sent us a card with all kinds of Theraflu in it and Julie sent us stuff. And then Stacy's mom brought us over like food and stuff. And, um, I'm just really appreciative of everyone. We're, we're super fortunate. It could have been way worse for Lincoln. Like we always kind of knew if we got it, we'd be okay, which is why we wanted to get him vaccinated. Cause listen, once we can get vaccinated, I'm done fighting with all you fucking anti-vaxxers. I don't give a shit. Like, I don't care anymore. I still think you should wear a mask. You're an asshole if you don't, but like all I've cared about is getting him vaccinated. And obviously we didn't get to that point, but I'm thankful that the variant he got is the least severe so far it appears for people. So if it had to happen, this is the best one. Um, but it's been super stressful. Like when you have a three-year-old, this, because, you know, they say 
you know, it's only if they have pre-existing conditions or comorbidities. Well, he's three. We don't know what the fuck pre-existing conditions he has. He doesn't have a long enough medical record for us to know if something bad is going to show up that we weren't aware of. Like, that it's now showing that, you know, if you get COVID in kids, they have a 50% chance of getting type one diabetes. And for those that don't know, type one diabetes is the autoimmune diabetes. It's not, you can't exercise it away. It's an autoimmune disease. So I know like the likelihood of him living as my dad likes to put it is super high, but that's not the only thing I'm concerned about. It's a long, it's long COVID, but um, we've been, it could have been way worse for us. I know other families have gone through way, way worse situations, but Hey, listen, if we're both fucking vaxxed and boosted and we're still sick, this is, this virus is no joke. <laughs> like, uh, if you can avoid it, if you can work from home, work from home, not everyone can, I get it. We're very, very lucky. Like uh, I would avoid COVID COVID sucks and it fucking sucks. Like there's no reason that my wife who's incredibly healthy and you know she doesn't drink she doesn't smoke she doesn't do anything has been sick for like almost eight days like that's insane um but uh lincoln is doing okay and um i mean you guys saw him he's running around like a fucking banshee so i'm just i'm obsessed with how everyone how nice everyone has been and how like concerned everyone's been and everyone keeps checking in on us and stuff so i really appreciate it and i appreciate all you guys a lot so thank you Julie's sick now. I hope she doesn't have it. I really hope I don't either. You know, the unfortunate thing is, I think no matter how much we can be careful and no matter what precautions we take, because there still are so many people unvaccinated. Not wearing masks. We're all going to get it eventually. If, if, you know, this doesn't get under control and it's like, it's just what it is, especially this new Omicron variant. It's like, I mean, you're super careful. I'm super, I'm paranoid careful. Like, but if you just, you can take those precautions, but I feel like everybody's eventually going to get it. What you can do is just prepare yourself enough as much as possible. Stay hydrated, take your vitamins, get vaccinated, you know, do all those things that if you do get it, you know, hopefully you don't end up in ICU. Like, well, here's the thing I've been listening to, you know, the doctors and stuff talk about it and we're entering into a phase that, you know, we're, they're trying to pivot now and I get it. They're trying to pivot to a point that we're no longer going to beat this virus. We have to learn to live with it. Um, and we have to take precautions. We've been doing this long enough. We all know how to best protect ourselves and give us the best chance. And I don't disagree with any of that. And I understand that it's going to be part of our lives for quite some time until the virus eventually transitions into a less, a much less impactful version of itself. I get that. The only problem I have is that not all of us have the tools yet. Uh, I get the whole kind of like, Hey, we've been doing this a while. You know how to take care of yourself. Cool. I let's, let's approach it like that. When we have vaccines available for everyone who want to get one, <laughs> like, because this whole free balling it when under five still can't get a vaccine there, we're still rolling the dice with them every time they get something. So like I said, once I can get them vaccinated, I'm, I'm not going to fight with you people anymore who don't want to do it. Do you do what you think's best for you. And I'll do what I think is best for my family, but it puts us in a really difficult situation because we can't arm him with the same tools that we have yet. And that's what pisses me off. That's what makes me mad. Like I, I was under no illusions. I know eventually, I knew eventually we were all going to get it. 
like I, I know that I, I don't, we, we way missed the point of being able to get rid of this disease back in 2020. We way past that, but the kind of flagrance and just selfishness, the fucking selfishness, like people going into work when they're sick, like, come on, man. Like you have no idea who these people have at home. And I'm not going to rehash all things. We've done this on here a million times, but I, I, I don't think I will ever get over of the unbridled selfishness I've witnessed through this pandemic. And it makes me so upset. For instance, my, we all know on here, my father got super sick with it. He thought it was going to kill him. It didn't. Um, he did, he won't get vaccinated still. My stepmom got vaccinated and one of our, two of our other siblings, Julie and I are, there's five of us, four of us are vaccinated. One is not but they're still running around without masks and shit on. One of them actively had it and went to the fucking gym to try, like, to, get it, to, try to get his lungs working again. And it took everything <laughs> I had when they're texting me with, Oh gosh, I really hope Lincoln's okay. I hope he feels better. I wanted to be like, it's because of motherfuckers like you that my three-year-old is dealing with this. It's you, it's your fault. It's people like you that we are in this situation now because it doesn't matter what my wife and I do. He was exposed to all, we've been exposed to all kinds of people who refuse to take any precautions and we brought it home to him because of you. So you can save all of your, we're praying for you. Is there anything we can get you? Can we send you anything? We're worried about you. Shove that straight up your ass all the way up. You tell like, him. like to the point where you can taste it. You know, that like, you know, when you sit up and you like hit your tailbone and like that burning, do that, <laughs> do that. And then fucking do it again. Because that's how I feel about you right now. I haven't even responded to them because I'm like, fuck you guys, because you, you have no idea how many three-year-olds are at home for the people you've been around. Yeah. The, the, the thing that I just cannot understand is I feel like at this point going into 2022, dealing with COVID for a, over a year and a half now, surely almost every single person out there has been affected by it one way or another, whether it be through a coworker or a friend's friend or a family member, how can you possibly think that this isn't real? Are there still people who think it's just not real or now it's switched to, it's just not that bad. It's bumped up. None of it makes any sense, right? It doesn't balance. It's it's not real. The vaccine's bad. Trump doesn't get credit for the vaccine. It went too fast. Trump called it lights. But like, give Trump credit. I don't give a shit. He can get all the credit for the vaccine. Go get it. To just not think that this illness has any type of significance. It just blows my mind. Like, go find, stick your head in the sand, you know, but how, where do you live <laughs> that that you do not see this or do you just not as do you live in a fucking Florida. box? They live in <laughs> Florida. <laughs> Gotta move. <laughs> you can't handle all this hate, bird. God. I just not I, you, Erin. I, I know, but it's just it's like residual. Like it's like, God, they hate where I'm from. You're not from uh, there. Well, I live here now, so yeah, don't claim it. Well, I can't help it. I live here. Like I'm, I'm not like, I can't, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta try to change it and be, make it better. Right. Yeah, I'm, Meridian Meridian not a Floridian. I'm announcing not. my run for governor. <laughs> <laughs> the wind down podcast. I will vote for you. 
Thanks. <laughs> Your vote doesn't count. From California. It doesn't matter. It doesn't count anyways. <laughs> yeah. So it's super frustrating, but I'm hoping this is the worst it gets. And, um, you know, I hope I get all my brain function back. I don't know. You seem very on it tonight. I was very, very surprised when you're like, I have brain fog. And then you're like politics and Jackie's on her soapbox. I was like, this sounds good to me. <laughs> it's I didn't it's little wrong. things. I'm telling you, I forgot how to change lanes. <laughs> it just scares me that you're out on the road. Don't forget about the brakes. It's Jenny. also like when I'm on like work calls and you know how you use very specific language on work calls that you don't necessarily use in like everyday conversation like, with like back. you guys. <laughs> yeah. Bullshit like that. I, I I'm losing, I I'm missing those like common terms. I, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like I can see it. I can see it like dimly. Like that's what I want to grab and use. And I just, I can't, I just fucking can't. And it's so frustrating and it's taking a toll on my writing for sure, because it's all. It's like, you can't business code switch. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's a weird, that's a weird symptom. Yeah. You're like, how are you like, how do you say go fuck yourself politely? Like what's that term? Right, what's business talk for? I already fucking told you this. Right. For my, my last. Like I, I told our, I told <laughs> our HR sore. manager today when she came at me with the new um, COVID protocols that uh, I was like, you all are insufferable. I shouldn't have said that. I didn't have other words available to me. I feel like I don't know. You could have said you're fucking nuts. That's that's what I call that's real nice nasty. (laughs) You are nasty. Like I feel like that's really classy. That was not bad at all, Jack. Oh well her her reaction, her facial reaction did not express that. She wasn't like, oh thanks. No. (laughs) She didn't didn't like that as much as we just did. (laughs) No, she was not nearly as impressed. And I was Um, just like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna own it. Like I'm not gonna, I'm just gonna let that sit there. You're not gonna be like, you know what, it's COVID. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's my first pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) It's my first pandemic. That's it for us this week, guys. Uh have a great weekend. And go on the 19th to what is it? Covidtest.gov. Oh yeah. So that's test. the other thing I wanted to put out there. So as of uh, January 19th, everyone can register to get at home tests free of charge sent to their house. You don't even have to enter credit card information, free shipping, free everything. Um, four tests per household. Yeah. You get four tests per household per month. So you want to go to www.covidtests. So C-O-V-I-D tests.gov. And as of the 19th, you'll be able to subscribe to their service to get at-home tests sent to you, uh, rapid tests. Um, again, no charge. So everyone should take advantage of that because the more we test, the more we're aware of our health. Even if you are asymptomatic, you could be spreading it to someone else. If you've been exposed, test yourself and let's limp through until we can get everyone vaccinated. Did you guys see the youngest child of COVID died? She was like six months old. Oh, six that's months old. We're gonna all end on good notes. Sorry, please. go to covidtest.gov. Get your free test. <laughs> see what I mean? Blank yeah. spots. Yeah. You know what it's covering? My empathy. <laughs> oh my god. Yikes. <laughs>
Oh no. Is this what it feels like to be a Leo? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Oh. Let's hang up and ask Jackie. Yeah. Uh, state I of trouble. heard you. I had heard you. Thank what you, Aaron. The- I appreciate it. I know what is happening. I, do I don't like, like this. Oh, it's giving me the heat. It's covering up your give a fucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're fucking. They're blanked out. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Fierce Fan Media.